0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliette Lamar, and joining us today is James Condon. He is the Director of Threat Research and Analysis at ProtectWise, Inc. Welcome, James.
1: Hi. It's great to be here.
0: We're so excited to have you. I always like when I can get into security and, and all of that jazz with dealing with companies because it's so interesting and also a little scary. So why don't you give us an overview about ProtectWise and what did you guys do over there?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so let me give you a quick little background on myself. Um, so yeah, my name's James Condon. I uh, actually grew up out here in Colorado. Went to Colorado School of Mines, studied computer science out here in Golden. I was on an Air Force ROTC scholarship. And that's kind of where my career in cybersecurity started. I joined the Air Force Office of Special Investigations. And uh, there I was a computer crime investigator. And Kind of focus on two main things. One was uh, preparing digital evidence for criminal trial and the other was investigating uh, network breaches. So we would kind of investigate those. We would uh, provide intelligence on what the attackers were doing, things like that. Um, following there, I went to uh, Mandiant. Uh, a lot of my colleagues from OSI went there specifically i focused on doing uh network traffic analysis for incident response engagements um as well as our managed service customers <clears throat> i spent a little bit of time working on the threat intel side too and then um that brought me to protectwise about 4 years ago uh originally um heard the idea of you know doing a full pcap solution in the cloud with threat detection and uh that you know really blew my mind so To give you a little bit of a background on ProtectWise, uh, ProtectWise was founded in 2013. And in 2015, we introduced our platform, the ProtectWise Grid. So, ProtectWise was really based on the fundamental belief that there needs to be a new approach to how enterprises acquire, manage, and operate security. We felt that the current model was insufficient for today's threat landscapes. Uh, Attacks happen over long periods of time solutions are fragmented point products, and on top of that there's this major talent um, shortage for people to actually operate and understand how to use these products. So we ended up designing the ProtectWise grid uh, to evolve network security to a more modern state that organizations needed, Um, and that's one that's cloud-delivered network detection response platform, or as we call it, NDR. Um, Today we have customers in the Global 200 uh virtually every industry, media, entertainment, finance, uh healthcare, oil and gas, uh, technology, and government. So that's a little bit about ProtectWise. That's a
0: great that's a great overview and it's giving us you know a great platform to start with. So uh, with ProtectWise, I guess let's get into first, you know, how, what is your approach to helping people, helping companies do this? So I, I know you've got you've got coverage, detection and forensics. Can you go into a little bit about, you know, how it all is going to work if you have for TechWise with your company?
1: Yeah, definitely. So our approach is um, we can provide network visibility uh, via the deployment of these lightweight software sensors. So we don't have, you know, appliances that that can be difficult to install and difficult to get into the places that you need to go. So we developed these lightweight sensors and Essentially what they do is they profile your, your network's traffic um, so we get an idea of what we're dealing with and then we work with you to come up with a capture policy to determine what data you're going to send back. So we send back a enriched net flow of every conversation that we see. Um, that includes you know, information such as the IP addresses involved, uh, the data transfer, the protocols used um, and some other forensic artifacts. We also give you the ability to um, do full packet capture and that, that becomes really interesting in an incident response and forensic scenario. And since you don't want to do full capture on you know, every protocol, for example, you don't want to capture every packet for YouTube or something like that, we provide that flexibility to uh, determine what you want to send and what you don't. And then once you ship off all this data, it goes into our platform for long-term storage. Um, So this long-term storage achieves a couple of things for us. One, it gives you the ability to go back in time and answer questions about forensics. Um, And it also gives us the ability to do threat detection on a rich data set. Um, Additionally, with the type of sensors that we've developed, we can not only get into traditional enterprise networks, but we can also get into ICS networks and cloud networks as well.
0: And what are, I guess, I mean, you named a couple of things that that potentially are different than other companies, but what really sets ProtectWise apart from other companies who are doing a similar service?
1: Yeah, so there's a couple of things that really set us apart. Um, One is that uh, our network storage retention is completely scalable, so you can essentially store however much data that you want for whatever time period that you want, whether that's you know months or years um there's no need to you know set up appliances on site and do some sort of data center on site since this is all cloud pow- powered we take care of all that for you so that's a big differentiator another one is with all this data and using cloud technology we can break apart what we see from a threat detection side and essentially generate a bunch of noise that we use internally to start to correlate and distill down into uh, some discrete reliable threat detection uh, indicators. So rel- reliable threat detection from that is another big uh, differentiator. And then on top of that, we've been working hard to innovate the presentation layer, how, how analysts interact with the data. Um, there's a lot of room for improvement there in the industry. And one of the ways we want to help solve this talent gap is is by attracting younger people with interfaces that may be more intuitive to them.
0: And, and I guess, how does, how does this platform work? So, if, you, if people want to implement this into their company, you know, what are the steps to do that?
1: Yeah. So, first step is um, we provision these software sensors. So, you know, we don't charge for these. These are free. Um, you could put however many sensors make sense on your network. You essentially, deploy these sensors out. So, in a typical enterprise network, the way that this would look is um, you would set up you know, a span or a tap somewhere you know, on our egress. That's usually one of the first places that we start. Spin up this uh, software sensor, uh, runs on Linux platforms, and then that sensor will automatically call back to our cloud par- platform and start giving us a bunch of statistics on what we're seeing, how much bandwidth we have, what the protocol makeup is, um, et cetera. And then from there, we can help tune based on what we expect as far as data that's gonna kind of go back and uh, get up and running right away. So you can really expect to see within a few hours uh shipping data to our platform and being able to pull that down and uh interact with any sort of threat detections that, that occur on it.
0: So moving into the people that we're protecting ourselves from, um uh-huh. you know, how has how cybercrime really has it been changing over these past few years or is there is it really the same kind of attacks, just in slightly different ways?
1: Yeah, so it's it's definitely always evolving. Um you know, I tend to think of threat landscape in in multiple different parts. Um, And probably the two biggest ones that people generally hear about is, you know, there's a criminal part and then there's the advanced persistent threat part. And so the criminal part tends to deal with, you know, threats to, you know, individual users, usually, you know, financial gain, Um, you know, these are the type of malware that's, that's used to, Um, You know, get your banking information, um, you know, hold your computer ransom, try and make some money. And that tends to be stuff that's, you know, less specifically targeted and more widespread. And those are the things that that users kind of interact. And I think every year we kind of see different trends uh, that go. And as new technologies come out, there's new attack surfaces that can be utilized. And then the next big one is is what I was talking about is the APT threats. these tend to be, you know, kind of espionage or intellectual property theft oriented. And um, this one's always kind of been around for a while, but it's always going to be kind of shifting based on what the attacker's overarching goals are. Um, you know, what, what changes there are in the political and economic conditions uh, that they're operating in. So, yeah, it's it's always evolving.
0: And in your, in your mind, what are some of the biggest Mistakes that companies make uh, when when protecting themselves from from this type of attack.
1: Yeah, as far as um, you know, biggest mistakes. It's it's kind of hard to say. A lot of times you have to really kind of step back and look at the bigger picture, and mm-hmm. look at your business, your business objectives, and then um, look at where you have the biggest areas of risk, and then kind of build a strategy around that. Uh, it can be kind of easy to uh jump into the deep end and say, you know, okay, we just need product A or B, um, you know, because that's kind of the silver bullet and then all of our all of our um, you know, answers are going to be solved magically. I think that when you take a step back and you look at, you know, how are we going to address these risks, how are we gonna get visibility first and foremost into what those risks are, um, and then kind of come up with a plan there. That that's where I kind of see that happen a lot
0: definitely and and just so being being more aware of the bigger picture would be one of your tips to people yeah. in this space yeah
1: yeah definitely being being aware of the bigger picture um and figuring out you know what what are kind of your crown jewels what's most important to you to protect um and you know ultimately the data that you're collecting and storing what value does that provide and do you have enough of that to effectively respond uh you know when your assets are threatened
0: and Protectwise, you've been around for for a little while, and you're used by a lot of pretty big name customers. Um, you've got, you know, I'm looking at your website here. You've got the Major League Baseball, you've got Netflix, Hulu, uh, Mary Health, MGM. You know, it, you don't get these companies, Fox Entertainment Group. You don't get these companies coming to you without you having a really solid product.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Um, um,
0: yeah, go ahead.
1: Uh, I was just gonna say, um, you know. I think a lot of times people like this are very interested in the innovation that's occurring and, and, you know, the new, the new things, the new, new ways of thinking about security.
0: And, and with that, you know, what are, what are some of the the things that you plan to implement in the future for ProtectWise?
1: Yeah. So um, we're doing a lot of different things uh, specifically on the threat detection side. Um, I'm working on a number of, of, of different areas. One is, um continuing to iterate on how to do threat detection on encrypted traffic. Um so you've probably heard a lot in the news that you know people are adopting uh, SSL, TLS uh, you know, much more year over year. Attackers are using it more and more. So that's one of the big areas that we're continuing to iterate on is how we can do threat detection well on encrypted traffic uh without needing to decrypt it. Uh some of the other things that we're doing is enhancing users' abilities to uh, bring in their own threat intelligence and apply it to our platform, making that easier for them. We're also working on expanding what we can do with extracted files uh, and how we analyze those. Our data science team is is working uh, specifically on anomaly detection use cases and how those relate to detecting time series anomalies. So establishing a baseline on your network, uh, you know, for... A given hosts or uh given part of traffic and and looking for those deviations and seeing if those deviations you know map to something malicious. Um the other thing is since we are a security platform, we're continuing to build out uh the different integrations that we have. So you know network visibility is part of your security strategy. So is endpoint visibility, um things like that. So we want to be able to operate with those different, all those other products that you have, uh, and use those together to kind of fuse a better picture of what's happening.
0: Oh, that's fantastic! And and really having that forethought is going to keep you ahead of the curve when dealing with with security and dealing with these people who who are cre- who are having these crimes. You know, this is their only job. Their only job is to go and to hack into your system or to steal your funds. That's their only job. And with the companies, you know, that's their security is just one little part of their job. you know they have to run a company as well, so it's wonderful that that you are offering a service that is trusted and is kind of thinking ahead of the curve when it comes to these criminals,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: so if a company would like to implement your service, um you know how do they get started can they Can they do a little test drive or demo before? fully jumping in
1: yeah definitely so there's a couple different routes um, you know we have a traditional route where uh, you can talk with our people we can walk through demos um, and then initiate initiate um, you know a, a proof of value uh, trial period for you um, we also have uh, some self-guided test drives that that people can do so There's an area on our website where people can set up, sign up, and then, um, you know, get a way to authenticate. And they can operate in one of our um, demo environments that we've preloaded with the threat team, you know, a bunch of data from real world attacks that we typically see with, you know, walkthroughs on how to respond to those, how to conduct forensics. Um, And that can all be self-guided. So, you know, the user can kind of run with it on their own and then follow up if, if they want to actually uh, do a trial on their network.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. And, and if people want to follow your ventures, they want to see what you're doing with the, uh, by closing the crypto security talent gap, what's the best way to connect and to, to keep in touch with your company?
1: Yeah, so there's a couple of different ways. Um, definitely our website, protectwise.com. Um, there's a number of ways that we can connect there. Um, and we share a number of our insights about our product and what we're doing. And then additionally, my team, uh, ProtectWise 401 Threat Research Group, we have our own blog. It's 401TRG.com. And on this blog, this is where we share actionable information for the rest of the community. So this is threat intelligence. This is things we've seen through incident response. It's also analyst tips and tricks um, and uh, you know, knowledge base articles, kind of like that. There, there's contact information that people can contact us uh, about anything anytime. any time. We're also on Twitter at 41TRG and at ProtectWise. That's another avenue people can contact us as well.
0: That is, that is fantastic. Well, Jane, thank you so much for joining us here today on Future Tech Podcast and giving us a little insight into Into ProtectWise, what you do, and and how you can help a lot of companies in their journey to being more secure.
1: Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me.
0: That is James Acondan. He is the director of threat research and analysis at Protectwise Inc. You can check them out like he mentioned at protectwise.com. This has been Juliet Lamar for Future Tech Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. You've been listening to Almost Here Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review